0: Beach. Thanks to the Boardwalk Plaza for being the Bridge Podcast Network sponsor. Story jumpers, welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast. Are you ready to hear a great story? Of course, that's why you're a story jumper. Parents and children both have big dreams about their life and the wonders the future holds. I'm So Glad You Were Born celebrates those dreams, as well as the wonder of everyday experiences like sweet and special snuggles and cuddles, fun times and learning times, too. Enjoy this reading of I'm So Glad You Were Born by Ainsley Earhart.
1: It's time to celebrate wonderful you and all the incredible things you can do. Let's have a party, a wild celebration. Cue the thunderous applause and the standing ovation. Now come up on stage and accept your award that spells out exactly how much you're adored. And I'll bang the drums loudly and blow the brass horn and shout to the world, I'm "I'm so so glad glad you were born." born. Your passion might make you a mom or a dad, if so, Be the best one the world's ever had. God's purpose for you is to follow your heart. Create a big life that's your own work of art. And if that life takes you to places afar, don't worry. I'll find you wherever you are. I'll climb any mountain or brave any storm to make sure you know, I'm so glad you were born. The world needs your talents and your big heart, too. So lead with compassion in all that you do. Be honest and true as you show the world you, and success will come knocking as if right on cue.
0: Story jumpers, have you ever wondered what God has planned for your life? I'm so glad that we got to read a little portion of I'm So Glad You Were Born by Ainsley Earhart. And guess what? She's here with us now to tell us more about the story and a bit about being a mom. Ainsley, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thank you so much, Andrew, for having me on. And hello, boys and girls. It is such a pleasure to talk to you.
0: Well, we are thrilled that you're here. And I was so, I don't know what the best word to describe is, happy, excited? filled with a sense of purpose. After reading your book, it was just really great to be reminded of all the things that we can be and that God has a plan for us, right?
1: That's exactly right. God created you. He wove you together perfectly in His image, and He loves you so much. And He placed you in your home with your parents, who love you too. And we all as a, as Christians, as believers, as people who love God, we love each and every one of you. And we know that God made you perfectly so that you can have a purpose and you can go out and make a big difference in this world.
0: Now, I noticed some of the suggestions in the book about things that kids could become one day included history teacher, and astronaut and painter and i mean there was just a whole list of great ideas what were some of the things that you hoped to be when you were a little girl
1: well when i was a little girl i would watch tv and i wanted to be on tv in some capacity and i loved being on stage and participating in theater so i wanted to be an actress and i took a lot of theater classes when i was little And I just knew that that's what God had created me to do, something in that industry. I also loved art, and I loved math, and um, I loved going to church. And so now I'm on TV as a journalist. I anchor a morning show, and I wake up all of America for people who want to watch Fox in the morning, and I feel so honored that God gave me those desires and allowed them to come true one day. Now I'm on TV and I live in New York City and I loved big cities and I loved watching movies about New York and California. So I love living my dream in New York City. And I love being a mother. And I have a little girl who loves to read and she's learning to read now. We started with sight words last year in kindergarten and now she's in first grade and we read together every night. We read two regular books that she picks out One of them has to be a book that she can read to me, so it has to be on her level. And the third book is always a book about Jesus. And we learn different stories from the Bible and who the people were that are written about in the Bible and how they changed the world. And I tell my daughter, you can change the world too. And that's what this book, I'm so glad you were born is about. Because as a mama, I am so glad my little girl was born and I'm so glad you were born. And I am just so excited to see what God does with this book and how he moves and uses this book in the lives of other little boys and girls. And the book is about you can be anything you want to be. And you just have to reach deep, deep, deep down into your soul and in your heart and find out what God created you to do with your life, because you have a very long life ahead of you and you have to choose a career or a path where you'll be happy. And if you're happy going to work every day, one day, then you will have a wonderful life and you'll never dread going to work. And that's how I feel about my job. And so I want you to choose a profession, which means job. I want you to choose a job that will make you happy. And you can be a preacher. You can be a teacher. You can be an engineer. You can be a doctor or a lawyer or an actress or even an astronaut.
0: Yeah, there's a lot to choose from. That's for sure. And a lot of times, when we work with God in choosing what we pursue, like if there are the dreams that we want to chase down, he also sees that and he says, you know what? I can get something done in in what I'm trying to accomplish through you. And so he helps us to reach those dreams oftentimes. Or he says, that's not what I have for you, but I have something better. Why don't you follow what I have planned? And we're going to go over this way and we're going to accomplish big things on this side of, of uh, my
1: plan. Well, that's exactly right. When things don't go your way in life, and sometimes we get sad, and that's okay, but sometimes God allows us to go through that sadness so that we can find joy in that. And there was a man in the Bible, his name was Paul, and he was actually put in prison, but he just for preaching about God. And he found joy even being in prison. And so sometimes we feel like we're left out of our friends, friend groups, or we feel like our teachers might not understand what we're going through, or not understand our sadness, or maybe we can't communicate how we feel and why we feel sad. So it's important to talk to your parents about that. If you're feeling sad, then talk to them and they can tell you how God has a reason for this. And God can, you can find good in your sadness, but also God has, like I said, God made you and he made you in his image and he gave you all those desires that you have. If you want to be an astronaut, God might've put, God did put that in you. If you want to be an actress, God put that in me. And I know that. And so I used to just, and I still do. I just pray that God will, Steer me in the right direction and take me down the right roads so that I can make him happy and I can be used as his servant and I can be used to teach other people about God. And that might be when you go to your classrooms, it might be uh, making a difference in the life of someone. It might be finding the little girl or the little boy on the playground that doesn't have any friends and inviting that person to come over and play with you. And that means you have filled that child's bucket. We don't want to take things out of people's buckets. We want to fill buckets. And you have a bucket, too. There's a little book that my daughter likes to read about the invisible bucket, and she carries around the invisible bucket, and we fill it with all kinds of wonderful things. And when someone makes her feel special on the playground, they're filling her bucket. So you want to fill as many buckets as you can. You want to make other people happy and, and encourage other people and love other people.
0: That is a cool image, an invisible bucket. I never thought about carrying one around, but now I think I might, I might pick mine up and take it with me.
1: You definitely have one. And when someone's nice to you, they're filling your bucket. And when someone's mean to you, they're taking things out of your bucket.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. So I love the look of the book. It's got beautiful illustrations and Mm -hmm. it seems like one of those warm books that you could just sit down and cuddle up with and read as you're headed to bed. Or even, you know, if you're having a tough day, maybe grab it and take it to mom or dad and say, take a moment, let's read this book. I need to be encouraged.
1: (laughs) But um, yes, go ahead.
0: Well, what can you tell me about deciding to write I'm So Glad You Were Born? Is there a personal story behind it?
1: There is. So when I was growing up and I was a little girl, my mom would always say on my birthday, I'm so glad you were born. And she said that to all of of her children. I have an older sister and a younger brother. And when my little brother was born, we really started to celebrate birthdays because we were all so happy to have a little brother or to have a son in the house. And So I would make my brother's birthdays very, very special. I would fill his bed with all kinds of birthday presents that I wrapped the night before with balloons. And we would just We were so excited that he was born and we would celebrate every birthday. So when I got the job on television at Fox in New York, I would say, I'm so glad you were born every time one of my co-workers, someone that was on TV with me, was celebrating a birthday. So I would say, I'm so glad you were born. And the first time I said it, the man that I was working with, Steve Ducey, who's my co-anchor on The Morning Show, I said, I'm so glad you were born. And he just chuckled and the whole room laughed. Everyone behind the TV cameras was laughing. And I said, I know it's funny, but it's true. If you really think about that, we are so glad that you were born because God has used you to really change this world and and have an impact on other people. People around the country can turn on their TVs every morning and they can watch us. And what we say can influence their lives. And so we have a big role and we realize that. So I was telling him, I'm so glad you were born. And his wife wrote him um, on her phone. She, she sent him a text during one of the shows and said, I have an idea for Ainsley's next children's book. She should, she should call it. I'm so glad you were born because that's something she always says. And so I love that this little sentence that my mom, told us on our birthdays, is now part of a children's book that will be distributed all over the world. And little children like you can hear this message and you will know that you are loved and God has a plan for your life. And even if you have a hard day, just know you are so loved and you are special.
0: Well, that's great. What a cool story. You know, it's something from your heart and your family that now is touching so many lives. Speaking of family— you are a mom. Um, you're, you're the mom to Hayden. Is that right? That's
1: Right. Her and name the is book Hayden. is
0: dedicated in part to her. And so what, I don't know, what do you think is like the thing you love most about being a mom?
1: I love it all. I love being a mother. I love picking her up from school and hearing about her day. I love reading books with her and watching her learn to read I loved it when she was a baby and she saw rain for the first time when we walked outside. I loved the first time she saw a puppy dog when we were in a store. And in New York, you can take your dogs into shops. And we were in a dress shop and she saw a dog and she just squealed with excitement.
0: Wait, I was, it. was the dog there for a dress?
1: The dog was not there for a dress, silly. The dog was there with his owner and she was looking for a dress. Okay,
0: okay, I understand, I get it. But
1: we do have dresses. Some people in New York put dresses on their dogs. Oh, come on, that?
0: that's they crazy.
1: And bows in their hair. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: I'd <that'd laughs> allow bows, but maybe not a whole dress.
1: <laughs> I know, I know, it's funny. Sometimes my daughter will take her doll dresses and put them on our dog. And our dog doesn't really like it. So I usually (laughs) have to to stop her from doing that. But just being a mama is so special. And your mom loves you so much. And to be able to, um, that God trusted me to raise a little girl. And you know, our home is so happy. And if you're listening, I want you to encourage your parents to just have the happiest home. Tell your mama and daddy how much you love them. And I'm sure they'll tell you that they love you too. And um, we have dance parties in our house. And if you look at the front of the book, there's a big dance party scene. And we have a big Tupperware container that's in the closet. And we pull it out from the closet and we put it on the kitchen floor and we pull out all the instruments and then we crank up the music and we play sometimes church music like praise and worship music. Sometimes we play music from movies that my daughter likes and we blare the music, we turn the volume up, and we run around the kitchen and around the den, and we're uh, beating the drums and ringing the bells and playing the guitar. Music is a big part of our lives, and we love to dance and just have fun.
0: That sounds like a lot of fun. So what do you hope would be a message that kids and really anyone who reads the book will come away with?
1: I hope that the children who read this book, and it makes me sad. There's some children that don't hear this message because maybe their parents are working all the time and they only do that because they love you and they're trying to pay for the food that they put on your table. So that's a good reason for you to hug them and tell them you love them and you appreciate what they do. But some children... Their parents are not at home all the time because they're busy working for the family and taking care of their family. And so I want them to hear this message that you are. We are all so glad that you were born and you can be anything you want to be and go out and make a difference in the lives of other people. Don't get into trouble Always do the right thing. There's a word in the Bible that's that's a long word. It's called righteousness. And one time my minister at church said, anytime you read the word righteousness, you can change that to doing the right thing. So when you go to school, when you're in your house, always do the right thing and you will get rewarded for that. Your mama and your daddy won't be upset with you. They will just hug you and kiss you and say, thank you for being a good child. Your friends will love you. You will meet so many more friends throughout the course of your life. If you are nice and you're good and you're sweet to them and you include them, always put other people first that you'll, you'll be so loved if you just always remember that. If you think of other people before yourself, and isn't that the golden rule to treat other people the way you want to be treated? If you treat other people with love and, um, and just uh, include them and you're nice to them, they will always remember you as being a good person. And then they'll want to be like you. And then they'll want you to be their friend.
0: Yes, absolutely. So I know that being a parent myself, and you're a parent, some days are great. And some days are tough. And it might have to do with things that we bump into out there in the world, or it might have to do with bumping heads with the kids that we love, because that happens in every relationship. But what do you think about things that you've learned while being a parent? Is there anyone who has taught you something profound about parenting that, you, that you've that you learned in and that you could share with other
1: parents? I think a lot of us learned from our own parents how we wanted to raise our children. And I have wonderful parents that had that. we went to church every Sunday. So I definitely want to do that with my daughter, and we're doing that. My parents taught us to say our blessing before every meal and thank God for the food that's in front of us because there are a lot of children that go to bed that don't have food and are very hungry each night, and that makes me sad. So my daughter and I say Say prayers and thanks to to God and to Jesus uh, every time we eat a meal together. And at night, we say prayers for the people that we love, for her teachers, for our family members, for her cousins, for her mom and dad. We pray for her. We even pray for people that she hasn't met yet. Like we already pray for the man she's going to marry. And we pray for friends along the way and we pray for teachers that she's going to have next year and the teachers after that. We pray that God will go before her always and help her make good decisions and that God will direct her path and show her what she's supposed to be when she grows up. And you can pray that too. And yes, we do have tough days. There are some nights where my daughter doesn't want to go to bed. Can you relate to that? Oh,
0: yes.
1: (laughs) Those are hard days because we've had a very long, full day. She goes to school. We have activities. We have homework now in first grade. And then when it's time for her to go to bed after she's had a bath and had dinner and we've read books, we're both really, really tired. But there's some nights where she fights me on it and does not want to go to bed. And so I have to, as a parent, I have to make sure I don't get too upset, but I have to talk to her and tell her mommy is going to be upset with you if you don't go to bed right now. And she knows that that's a warning. And I try to tell her in advance, we have 10 minutes before bedtime, five minutes until bedtime, one minute until bedtime. But try to listen to your parents because they're tired, too, at the end of the day, just like you are. And if you do the right thing and you listen to them, they'll be in better moods and they'll be happier. But my daughter and I have a have a lot of conversations. The other day, she I didn't know this, but her teachers told her to listen in class because she was playing with her friends. It was the first week of school and she was excited to see all of her friends that she hadn't seen all summer. And she was playing with them. And the teachers told her it was time to clean up the play area and get back to their desks. And she didn't hear them. And so the teachers got upset with her for not listening. And so we got in bed that night and she didn't want to go to bed. And I was trying to tell her, Hayden, you have to go to bed. You have an early morning with school tomorrow. I don't want you to be tired tomorrow and cranky at school. So you really need your sleep, sweetheart. Well, she started crying and I said, what's wrong? And she said, mama, you're getting upset with me because I, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. And the teachers got upset with me today at school. And I said, well, honey, let's talk about it. What happened? And she told me, which I think is a good idea. Always tell your parents everything. We don't keep secrets. That's one of the rules in our house. No matter what it is, she can tell me I don't want her to have secrets and so I don't tell stories to her I don't I always tell her the truth and she tells me the truth. And so I think that's that's a good lesson for you in your household. But that night we had a chat about school so I talked to her teachers the next day. I said she really was sorry about that and she was upset about it and we talked about better ways to be a, a better listener. And so the next day she came home, I picked her up from school and she had a big sticker. And the teacher said she's the only one who got the listening sticker that day. So even if you do something and you get in trouble for it, you are forgiven. God forgives you and your parents will forgive you. But your parents will teach you tools to be a better listener or to be a better friend or whatever you're going through. And you can change and you can improve and you can make it all better the next day.
0: I have enjoyed reading this book so much, Ainsley, and I want to thank you for putting it together, finding a great illustrator who made the words stand out even more through the images. And I just want to thank you so much for bringing this little phrase that your mom shared with your family forward to the whole world so that it could just encourage all of us. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much. And little children, when you have a friend that celebrates a birthday, you can look at them and say, I'm so glad you were born.
0: Well, Ainsley, if you ever have another book come out, would you please come back and share it with the story jumpers?
1: I would love to. Story jumpers, I'm praying for you. And I know that you're going to do wonderful things in your life. Just turn to God and he will never steer you in the wrong direction.
0: Parents. New York Times best-selling author and Fox News anchor Ainsley Earhart has created a picture book that celebrates all the dreams come true. A parent's, a child's, and Creator Gods. I'm so glad You Were Born is full of love and hope and has a sweet, playful message inspired by Scripture that will leave your child without a doubt just how thankful you are that they are in your life and that they were created to be extraordinary. I'm so glad You Were Born will appeal to children as well as the adults who love them. It's a perfect gift for childhood celebrations including birthdays, baby showers, graduation gifts, communion, confirmation, and dedication gifts. It is written in sweet and humorous rhyme, perfect for reading aloud. The book features beautiful, fun illustrations by artist Kim Barnes. I'm So Glad You Were Born is an inspiring and loving message to your child, sure to become a go-to favorite for reading aloud as well as during bedtime snuggles. You can find I'm So Glad You Were Born at Amazon.com.